0: This isn't any regular heat, this is nuclear heat, live from the 93.7 The Ticket Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America, bringing you the latest from the square circle on 93.7 The Ticket and Ticketfm.com. Here is your host, Jake Bakovic. We are happy to be with you for another edition of Nuclear Heat where we review this past week in wrestling here on 937 the ticket. I am your host Jake Bachman a longtime nuke alongside excuse me Nuclear Heat contributor Augie Peña. Uh unfortunately it has not been the best week in wrestling uh, as wrestling fans know uh, lost two legends in in one in particular um, that was currently on the main roster and uh, and, and just one of the, this generation's best as far as artistically uh, just in the ring, a character um, that you just can't really tell the story of wrestling the last 10 years or so uh, without Bray Wyatt. And so, uh, as of course, that's that's kind of the, the news we have to open with. Uh, I thought SmackDown and, and Raw, who, which we will go over here in a little bit, uh, kind of said it best is that, um, you know, Bray Wyatt, Terry Funk. These guys were entertainers. They they left nothing more for uh, to entertain the WWE universe, and uh, and so they went along with it. They had some great contrib uh, um, you know, uh, shows and packages for each of these guys, but. Really just a, a dagger and, and, and tough news to hear. Of course, Terry Funk uh, passed away on, on Wednesday. He was an, an all time uh, this past Wednesday. Of course, uh, he was, uh, you know, one of the, the hardcore legends and, and, and really um, a little bit before my time as far as getting into wrestling. I kind of got the back end of Terry Funk teaming with um, Mick Foley there a little bit, but um, really just a, 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 a an innovator in himself. Uh, and so it's not to underscore anything. Uh, that you know, kind of the, the the sadness of him passing away, but of course, uh, with with Bray Wyatt, Wendell Bertunda, um, it, it it's it's especially sad because he's 36 years old, um, and you know, selfishly as a wrestling fan, he, he, there were so many much much more that you kind of expected and and and, and just thought you would see from his artistic side uh, and and just altogether. So uh, just very unfortunate news, um, and um, I, I I suppose I think WWE did the best they could to to honor these men.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, you know, so sudden and everybody was in shock. Um, You know, you, you heard all the reports, you know, that they actually, you know, changed their show, you know, especially when, when Bray passed away to really honor, you know, his life um, as he was an active wrestler, you know, on the roster when that all happened. But yeah, it's, it's a sad moment and it, it, it just really makes you think in bigger picture, you know, we're not invincible. You know, yeah. and things like that, because I mean, at the age of thirty six, I know he had his health issues and whatnot, but thirty six—that's just a couple years older than us, you know. Yeah. And he's, you know, in in great athletic, you know, just in the prime um, of his career there. And it 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 was really hard, you know, to 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 see on social media um, on Thursday that he passed away. So yeah, it was, it was a big hit for sure.
0: Yeah, and, and I mean, I, I think it's a good time to just kind of reflect on, you know, your our favorite moments there. I, I thought, you know, the Wyatt family especially was, uh you know, great. The Fiend that came along later, a, another, again, a show of his uh, artistic side and, and brought a character um that, you know, really hasn't been in vogue, I suppose, in the WWE. Mm-hmm. Kind of silly if you could try to go back to those Kane Undertaker type characters, um you know, that was kind of an attitude era type of thing. And then you had this long period where, you know, you had the boogeyman and stuff like, but it was kind of silly, not taken seriously. Um, the Fiend kind of brought back, you know, a a scary element character, um, that was seen as, as, as dangerous. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, Bray Wyatt, I'll, I'll, I'll be the first to admit, I I don't think he was always booked the best. I think the Fiend needed to be taken as a monster. Um, Mm -hmm. and just that hell in a cell where they called the match because, um, Seth Rollins was was being too physical, just kind of took away the point of the Fiend and the Hell in a Cell. Um, so you know, I thought that really kind of uh hurt some of his momentum there with that character. Um, but my my favorite moment of, of Bray Wyatt will always be finally when the Wyatt uh you know faced the Shield. I mean, mm-hmm. it was just two ca- two great factions um that we finally got to see collide, and it was kind of interesting because the Shield obviously you had three guys that stand alone would go on to be world champions and would be great. Um, I'm always interested in that type of faction compared to the, the Wyatt family, yeah. which, uh, you know, Eric Rowan and, and Luke Harper, are both very good wrestlers themselves, but not quite in that, in that realm. And, and Bray Wyatt was, and to be able to still have that feud feel just as big and, and, and have it. And part of it is just Harper and, and Rowan, how big they are. Yeah. Like it's, you know, can't teach size or anything. So that <laughs> helped. Um, but for white to kind of have enough, character and that's what he was just one of the best characters in wrestling uh to be able to carry that was probably my favorite memory of Wyatt.
1: yeah and i really attached him because i'm a huge horror fan Mm -hmm. so you know he's the guy as you said you know really brought that back into wwe but i know people weren't big fans of it but man that that weird wrestlemania match he had with john cena where he kind of psychologically you know Mm -hmm. took him back in time had cena doing those funny skits i thought that was great that just really showed the range that bray wyatt you know could really master the stories he could tell which that was that was a weird wacky segment he made it great you know in in my opinion on there um but i agree you know the wyatt family it was it was fun their entrance you know the the lantern the song you know he would always say he has the whole world in his hand um i just remember when the fiend was first introduced mm-hmm. that was that was pretty that, that was weird you know because they had him it was like a like a peewee herman type thing you know the fire. The Firefly fun, fun dance, house yeah. um and all that and he kept teasing like you know he he's like a mr rogers type of character but he kept teasing you know something's coming something's coming and then they finally unveiled it and that mask was just creepy you know and just just everything he did um you're right they they booked him horribly there at the end he should have never lost a Goldberg that that was the downfall yeah. you don't you don't bring a love Goldberg great legend you don't bring a 55 year old you know out to beat an invincible monster that had never been pinned and he beats him in like five minutes, you know, so, so yeah, you know, some disservice there, but I mean, I think Bray did did an amazing job with what he was given.
0: Well, and that's too, I mean, every wrestler, I mean, if you ask them to book themselves, they'll just do what Roman Reigns is doing, yeah. <laughs> you know, be just an unbeatable guy um, to be able to get characters over and, and, you know, keep, keep things going from week to week. Even if you do get pinned, even if you do mm-hmm. uh, kind of show a, a chink in the armor um, is, you know, it's part of it. And he was just always one of the best at doing it, just Mm -hmm. creating characters. Unfortunately, we'll never kind of see where this uncle howdy thing was kind of going. Um, at least I assumed, you know, they're not going to carry on with any of that. Of course, the WrestleMania match was planned for, for Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Um, it's tough to get too much kind of out of the story yet. We'll kind of see how it unfolds. Um, But it it sounds like, you know, kind of health issues started up then. And that's why he wasn't actively wrestling uh, and ultimately uh, took his life, unfortunately. But uh, um, again, uh, we'll get into SmackDown here now. Um, I thought they did a great job of paying tribute to both him and Terry Funk. They did, you know, I I think it's one of the coolest things is the 10 bell salute. Mm -hmm. Um, It does make me feel sometimes like when I see a guy like Rey Mysterio, who's been out there for Eddie Guerrero's 10 bells, you know, just like I wonder if you're just if you've been in the company that long, it's like, how many of these am I going to have to go through? I mean, that's got to be a tough moment for some of those guys. Um, but notably Eric R- uh, Rowan was there, of course, who has not been in WWE in quite some time. Braun Strowman who has been, but we haven't seen him too much. Of course, members of the Wyatt family, Luke Harper, of course, passed away a few years ago. Um, so uh, it, it's crazy. I mean, how how great that Wyatt family is now that two of them are, are already gone. And, and again, just a reminder um, just to, you know hold your your loved ones close and and enjoy every moment you get because you know both those guys taken way too early um i think importantly there's it the whole the whole thing is a bit of a struggle even as a fan like watching it and 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 kind of you know processing it and then thinking how are we going to get to wrestling because we all love wrestling we all love the entertainment of it but it's very kind of silly when you talk about it compared to a life and death situation obviously that that they that you're going through. So I thought they did a good job of uh, kind of getting a, a Rey Mysterio, a fan favorite, out there having his music hit. He's you know him along with all, all the wrestlers this week had some sort of tribute to, to Bray Wyatt or in, in Terry Funk and or um, and and so instead of going through and I mean a promo would be impossible to send anybody out there. Yeah. Just get right into a match, and that's what they did. Uh, a nine title match between Rey Mysterio and Grayson Waller. Um. again, it, it just to me kind of thinking through WWE processing it is you've got to you got to find the right guy to do that. Mm-hmm. And I think Mysterio has made sense there. And you also got to kind of find the right feud. It's like, OK, what feud can can kind of go without a promo and just kind of kind of be put in this place? Uh, and I thought they, they chose a pretty good one here. Uh, ultimately, Mysterio defeated Waller. Um, it wasn't out without interruption. Austin Theory came in to try to help Waller. Santos Escar made the sa- Escobar made the save uh, for Mysterio. Uh, so looking with a bit of a stare down there, maybe a potential for a tag team match or, or some sort of feud. Um, and all, out of all of it could be a Waller Theory pairing which maybe could save Waller or save theory who we've been talking about needs a fresh coat of paint.
1: Yeah. And I I think it could be fun. You know, uh, Waller has his, you know, his show, which, you know, we, we've, we've spoken on a a bit there. Um, I thought it was a good match. Um, You know, I like the armband Ray Mysterio, you know, had the Bray Wyatt and the, the Terry Funk armbands there to represent both of them passing. Um, But yeah, I think, you know, as, as far as the first match to kind of get, get it going, you know, cause that, that 10 bell salute, you know, seeing those wrestlers up there crying and whatnot, you know, tearing up and just the faces it, it's hard, but yeah, th- this was the right choice for it. Um, I'm excited because I think Waller and theory can both play off of each other, you know mm-hmm. um, just fine. They're both kind of, you know, theory is kind of in the back end of a, of a bad run, I'd say. And Waller is at the beginning of, of a decent run. Um, so, you know, Putting them together, they can meet in the middle and hopefully, you know, do something from there. So I'm I'm encouraged by it. Um, I think it should be it it, it could be fun.
0: Yeah, I think it's I think it would be a good pairing. I don't know how they'll go with it because uh, I've seen comparisons too from Waller basically being a, a better theory, you know, yeah. the kind of the cocky good-looking guy that um you know just just has done a good job with what he's been given so far. Um, so obviously I think that pairing can kind of work. Still would be interested because. You know, as I see it, again, I think they're maybe trying to find something for theory here, um, and and so the pairing makes sense. But it would also be kind of bad if if, if theory kind of falls like it it, it shows very yeah. strong that Waller is kind of that guy, and theory is is kind of struggling to to be what Waller is, who is just new to the main roster but uh, we will kind of see i think it's a good pairing and, and, and we'll see how long they go with that obviously lwo dissension maybe there yeah. at, at any time can pop up but right now they're 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 on the same same side right now and then going for it um continue with lw actually had the women's championship match zelina vega uh coming out of course part of lwo to take on EO Sky. Um, interesting to have a women's championship match. I think EOS Sky's first defense of this mm-hmm. title, um, in this spot. Uh, but Sky defeated Vega it was a very good action packed match, as you would expect out of the both of them. Um, of course, not too many weeks ago, Vega had defeated Sky to kind of set this up. We we're kind of wondering why they did that going into um, Money in the Bank, uh, or where, what was it? It was going into the, the, uh, the SummerSlam, yeah, SummerSlam, Summer uh, where EOS Sky would be the champion because it didn't necessarily. Looked the best to have her penned you know a, a few days before yeah. she she took over the championship but it was for this match it was to, it was to give zelina Vega some credibility and make this interesting and uh, obviously right choice but Sky to, to win yeah it would have been a quick quick championship reign uh with zelina vega would have taken it
1: yeah and i really i really like eoskai in the ring and zelina vega gives a really good match and and she did a tribute to eddie guerrero you know she did the mm. the shake up there from the top um yeah, I thought this was a good match, and and I know they had announced this before, you know, the whole Bray passed away. So so they they felt this, you know, keeping it in there. Um, but yeah, I, I thought they made Eo look really really strong, and and they're both very small, and you know, they're top flyers, I guess, is what you say. But man, EO Sky is very athletic. You don't realize how athletic she is until she gets out there. You know, she's doing she's land, you know, somersaults and you know all these types of flips and everything there. Um. Yeah, I thought it was a really good match and it was a really good first title defense for her. I'm interested to see where they kind of go forward with her because, you know, you know what's going to come. You know, the Bailey and Dakota Kai kind of out there in the ring. um, You know, that's kind of the hot story everybody's waiting for. Um, But right now, you know, just just run with her and make her look as strong as you can, because whoever's going to, you know, challenge her for that title, you know, it, it, you know we know it wasn't going to be Zelina Vega, but it was a fun match.
0: Yeah. And I don't think Vega really loses anything from this. Obviously Mm -hmm. you have a good fight with sky, uh, and look good against the champion. Um, and, and so, I mean, I think it was good too. sky, a clean victory, Mm -hmm. um, they don't need to have Bailey saving her every yep. time they need to make a little bit, you know, sky, a little bit more credible than I think they have in the past. Uh, and so I, I think that's good, though. I will say with that group, um, they've had they've always made sky look pretty good. Yep. It was usually, um, you know, somebody else taking the pen. She wouldn't, you know, on occasion, because <laughs> quite honestly, they got their butts quick. Yep. for butts cake for quite some time. Um, but. You know, I I think it's a good start for for Sky. Uh, moving on in SmackDown, Cody Rhodes and pays tribute to uh, Hall of Famer Terry Funk. Again, doing a very good job of of you know WWE video packages are yep. just incredible. They have so much to work with, and they, and they do such a good job uh, of putting it together. So if you didn't. Understand or didn't live through the Terry Funk era, um, you can't kind of were were introduced to him and understood uh, kind of the significance of his passing. Uh, and they had a Terry Funk hardcore tag team match uh, to kind of honor him as well. Um, kind of notable. It wasn't too hardcore, but yeah. uh, it was Brawling Brutes <laughs> and, and the Street Profits. Um, street Profits end up defeating the Brawling Brutes here. Looks like you know, uh, with uh, if if you kind of line this up down the line, this could be kind of a good first match for the Street Profits um teaming up uh with uh his name's escaped bobby being, uh, Lashley. Bobby Lashley. Yeah. um and uh in in the brawling brutes, of course if you bring in Sheamus, that'd be you know kind of mm-hmm. that'd be fun it you know, works well so I, I hope that's where they're going with it um but you know if they if they usually if you do that you kind of have the team that you expect to lose the feud surprisingly win the first yeah. match and then kind of get it going they didn't do that here i think you could do that with uh bringing Sheamus in uh, you know elevating it and mm-hmm. then having a payoff down the line um The main event for the night was L.A. Knight and Finn Balor. Um, Kind of strange because Finn Balor has been feuding quite a bit and being in main events, but not with L.A. Knight. So this was kind of just seemingly kind of thrown together. But L.A. Knight uh, did a good job with his promo, kind of thanking Wyatt. If you remember um, Bray Wyatt's kind of big return uh, post-Fiend. Uh, his first matchup and, and, and feud was with L.A. Knight. And it was L.A. Knight's first feud, basically, mm-hmm. on the main roster. Um, So kind of did a good job there of of saying, you know, that was certainly an example of getting over without going over. L.A. Yeah. Knight did not win that feud against Bray Wyatt, but it certainly elevated him to what he is now, maybe the hottest name of the company.
1: Yeah, and and I thought it was... it. That's actually Bray Wyatt's last WWE match was that... What did they call it? The Mountain Dew night sponsored by glow in the dark something it it, it had a lot of potential i think the match lasted like three minutes or something like that but yeah i mean it was it was fun and i oh man ellie knight killed that promo he went from personally thanking bray to you know within a second going right back into his feud with the miz you know talking about it um and everything there he's 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 just getting so much better every time um, he's there. And I thought this was a good match. You know, it was weird because Finn Balor, it, you know, nothing to really do there, but you know um, I, I think this was kind of more of a tribute. It was a push for night, but also like a tribute towards, towards Bray. Cause I think Bray and, and Finn um, were, were good buddies, you know, so it's kind of a, an honor match there or, or so to say um, on there, but yeah, I thought, it, I thought it was a really nice way to end Friday night, SmackDown, you know, his promo Oh, at the end when he was, when he was talking about the miz and you know he mentioned you know he was like a wise man once told me you know run and that that just you know it, it was all yeah that, that was great that yeah. was great
0: <laughs> and, and it is kind of strange though with la Knight because yeah, they're kind of they're 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 putting him in this feud with the miz which is a perfect guy you know as we've talked about before promos and all that and and you know he can lose over and over and over again and he's still got that moment that he had with yep. cena and, and that he always brings up and so he's got his, his his grand slam and all that i mean he's had success in, in the in WWE, obviously so much so that he can take all these losses but it is interesting to me that la night they've kind of through these feuds that they're, 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 kind of putting him in, uh, you know, with top dollar a little bit. And, and yeah. I mean, they, but he's beaten Seamus. He's like beating Seamus and now Finn Balor, um, uh, in, in like kind of matches that weren't really feuds, Yeah. And those are like bigger names. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, kind of names you would expect after these feuds to build up to.
1: Yeah. I mean, those are two former world champions, you know, that have done a lot, you know, Seamus headlined a WrestleMania, you know, yeah. and, and things like that. Um, yeah, yeah, that, that, that is strange, but, I think if you're going to pull the trigger on LA Knight, you got to do it after this feud now. You know, they're they're showing the green light for him, which I love as an LA Knight fan um, on there. I'm excited for his future right now.
0: Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, he is, again, the biggest kind of movement in the WWE. Maybe not the biggest name. I think, mm-hmm. you know, you still have Roman Reigns and guys like yeah. that. But um, as kind of the movement of what's happening now, LA Knight is on top of it. So good. Got to feel good uh, match there at the end. Again, along with that promo honoring Bray Wyatt um, to to kind of end the night for SmackDown. And that's where we can kind of put it a pendant for now. Uh, we will go over Raw in the next two segments. Of course, a three-hour show compared to the two hours of SmackDown. So it usually takes us two segments to get there. Um, if not, maybe we could talk. If, if if we have a little extra time, maybe we'll talk a little bit of AEW in Wembley, <laughs> where they uh, set the, the record for attendance there, which was really cool. Um, but uh, all anybody is talking about, once again, is CM Punk. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> a little bra backstage, yep. uh, which uh, probably shuts the door on, on CM Punk. I wouldn't say returning to WWE. I don't know how long he's going to last in AEW. It's just very kind of interesting to watch that play out. (laughs) Uh, We got John Cena's return and, of course, um, Payback to talk about as well. So plenty more to to cover here. We'll cover Raw specifically coming next here on Nuclear Heat on 93.7 The Ticket.